Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful Adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening as we broadcast around the world on the Fringe FM and a number of other platforms. If you're listening in the Secret Teachings free archive on our website, welcome to the broadcast. A special welcome and thank you to those listening in the advertisement-free archive where you get access not only to the shows, but to our montages that we play, that I make, and access to my digital books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. It is the only thing that keeps us on air outside of the book sales. You can also buy my books on the website. Check us out on Patreon, The Secret Teachings, and of course find us on social media platforms, Facebook, Gab, and Gitter. Just type in The Secret Teachings or Ryan Gable. You can find our new t-shirts with the new show logo on TeePublic. And there is a link also on our website. And I'll ask you, as I always do, to support our affiliates like Pro One Water Filters and the Tuttle Twins on our website. Click the link, the image, on the slider bar at the top of the page. www.thesecretteachings.info And if you'd like to contact me, if you want to reach out to me, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what your question or comment is, send me an email at rd, Romeo Delta, rd, Gable, like Clark Gable, G-A-B-L-E, rdgable at yahoo.com. Don't be afraid to send me an email. I'll get back to you as soon as possible, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. I like to get feedback from you. I want to know what you think of the show I want to know what is going on in your life. I want to know what you see that maybe I don't see. Because a lot of listeners send me things that I don't have time to, to read over. I don't have time to, to watch a, you know an hour-long video. And uh, I miss a lot of stuff because I have a lot of stuff going on, preparing for shows, etc. So when you send me things, I'll look at them as quickly as I can. And a lot of times I'll try to incorporate that content into the show. Um, I have something else I want to share with you today. It is Monday, March 7th into Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. And uh, I want to preface by saying that this is not a complaint. I just want you to be completely aware of everything going on behind the scenes here on The Secret Teachings. I have reached out to, uh, I'm talking now dozens of potential guests, psychologists, scientists, Doctors, journalists, authors, researchers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you name it. And uh, I've been reaching out to potential guests for, well, it's been months now. And I have heard back from zero people, zero people. And I feel as if 
over the last 10 years, we've interviewed pretty much every small, medium, and large name that you can think of where you can name. And there's like one or two people I can name that I haven't interviewed I'd like to interview. But we've interviewed people over the years. People have never had an issue coming onto this show. So I thought, do people have an issue now with my show? Do people look me up and think, well, he's too right wing. He's too left wing. He doesn't have a wing at all. What exactly is this show? I don't want to be associated with it. Like one potential guest told me, Mitch Horowitz, he said he doesn't want to be associated with what I do because he wants to keep his focus on, you know, the occult and the esoteric, which I thought was funny because this show is based on the occult and the esoteric as much as sometimes it doesn't seem like that to some people. So I don't know why I'm not getting responses back from guests. I've had a lot of people tell me that people are afraid to be associated with me. I I don't know what's so terrifying about the secret teachings. I don't know what's so terrifying about myself. I'm sure that the problem, though, isn't that. I'm sure that the problem has something to do with my email. I had a couple of guests years ago who said they were getting spam messages from my email, and that made them a little cautious, so they reached out to me because they knew me, and they told me what was going on. And uh, once I made that publicly known on the show, that spamming stopped. I don't know if someone had access, they'd hacked my email, and people were emailing you know, big name guests and asking for money in my name. So I don't know what that was about. That was like six years ago. I don't know if the same thing is going on, but I guess my point is I can't post anything on Gab. Everything I post on Facebook gets throttled back. You have to go to my page directly to see it unless it's just like a picture or a sentence that has no bad words in it. And so I can't post on right wing, left wing. I can't post on supposedly neutral platforms, you know, I, I also, you know, I, I have to publicly, you know, announce this so you guys know what's going on, you know, on Spreaker. I know people that have just begun radio. They're making thousands of dollars a month on Spreaker. I've got 10 plus years of radio. I've had 30 plus thousand downloads on average a month, which is pretty low. It could be much bigger, you know, and and suddenly those numbers have dropped to half that. I'm making like a few hundred dollars a month on monetization, like $200 a month on monetization. And I, I just, I don't get it, except I think that it has something to do with algorithms and artificial intelligence. I just can't think of any other explanation why all my social media is throttled back, why all the Spreaker uh, and, and other platforms I've used, why all of that's throttled back, why my show just disappears from platforms people message me all the time sometimes that's user error of course so i'm trying to i'm trying to look at this unbiasedly i'm trying to look at this from an objective point of view i I don't think it's some conspiracy but i think that there's there's certainly ai involved i think there's algorithms involved i think there are people that don't like me that hack into my stuff and i want you to be aware of that because if the secret teaching suddenly disappears i have no intention to go anywhere so it's been removed from your device. And I, I don't even believe that that's because this is a groundbreaking show. I just think that there are some people that have vendettas against me for whatever the reason is, and they just they can't, they can't handle it, so they, they try to shut me down. They try to hack into my stuff. I mean, I'll tell you this. I had a friend, uh, I have a friend in West Virginia, 
I've had this friend since high school because that's where I went to high school in Morgantown. And we've been friends for like 12, 13, 14 years, something like that. And he messages me a couple of days ago and says he has to have a vaccine in order to continue his employment at this, this place he's contracted at through a hospital. And so I start talking to my friend about this and I, I got his little religious medical exemption papers that they provided him and, and all that. And I decided to call his company because they were saying he was a federal worker and that's why he had to get a vaccine because federal workers can be forced to do this. And then I said, to my friend, that's weird because they actually have have stayed the federal uh, uh, contractor mandate from it's an executive order signed by Joe Biden, the president. So I, I did some digging. I did some research. And it's just I've had these two experiences over the weekend. I call the hospital that he's contracted through and it took me forever to get somebody on the phone. And when I finally got somebody on the phone who I thought could answer my question. I said, okay, I, I, I want to ask you this question. Do you have the approved Comirnaty for Pfizer-BioNTech or SpikeVax for Moderna vaccines? She says, let me go ask. She goes away. She comes back. She comes back and tells me, and I've got this recorded. She comes back and tells me, we're giving Pfizer. And I said, well, well, I know that you're giving Pfizer. I was aware of that. But I'm asking you, is that the approved vaccine or the emergency use authorization vaccine? And she immediately becomes hostile. She raises her voice. She starts yelling at me. And I said, I don't know why you're yelling. I don't know why you're irritated. I don't know why you're frustrated. I'm just trying to get an answer to this question. She tells me, no, you're frustrated. She says, you probably just work at the hospital. You didn't want to get a vaccine. And now you're trying to get out of it. Do you want the number to the COVID hotline? And then hangs the phone up on me. I've got this recorded. And I, I swear to God, I swear to God on the most sacred and holy things in this world that all I did was I kept my voice at this tone and I said, I'm just trying to get information. I don't know why you have to be hostile. I don't know why you have to be angry. I don't know. Everybody I talk to is hostile and angry. I actually went to, I don't drink alcohol, but I went to a liquor store about, was it two, it was like Friday night or Saturday. And I just wanted to see just kind of for fun, I wanted to see if they had any Russian vodka, like real Russian vodka. And I even thought, I mean, I don't drink, but maybe I'll try some real Russian vodka if they have some. So I went in there and, and things were really expensive anyway. So I, I wouldn't have bought anything. It was like, I mean, I, I didn't realize how expensive alcohol is because I don't drink. But I go in there and I'm looking around and I, I saw the sake and I thought, oh, I'll take a look at sake. I want to see how much of this is actually from Japan. Uh, and m much most of it actually was. And um, then the guy that works there comes over to me, scrawny, kind of tall guy. And he says, sir, do you have a mask? And I said, no. And he said, well, you got to wear a mask to shop here. This is the first time I've been asked to do that since I moved to Tucson, Arizona. And he says, you got to wear a mask to shop here. Here, let me get you one. And he's got this weaselly voice. Okay, I'm not, I'm not attacking him on the ad hominem basis. I'm just saying he's kind of weaselly, right? And he says, here, take one of these. I said, no, I, I'm not going to take one. He's like, well, you got to wear one to shop here. And I said, no, I don't. It's a public accommodation. And if you were paying attention to what the CDC has recommended, they've also recommended you not even wear masks indoors anymore, uh, pretty much across the whole country. I mean, th this is just a really confusing thing because the CDC is not a legislature. They do not make laws. They make recommendations. Policymakers can make laws based on the recommendations. It's, it's confusing, okay? 
There's a difference between emergency use authorization and what's considered approved. There's it's a lot of confusion here. So the woman at the hospital gives me incredible attitude. I call back and maybe it's because it's West Virginia, like the fifth, sixth person I talked to, they were nice and they actually got me information and uh, wasn't the information I needed. So she said, I'm going to go find out a little bit more detail. I'll research it. I'll get back to you. So at least she called me back. She was nice. Maybe that's just the West Virginia attitude. And uh, then I go to this liquor store and this guy's giving me, you know, this ultimatum, put a mask on or you can't shop here. And I said, it's a public accommodation. He says, well, well, he's like, well, we, we, we go by the idea that this is a private business. I said, well, it's a private business, but you can't refuse service based on medical, based on religious, et cetera, reason. You can't violate the law just because you're a private business. You know, I can't drag someone in here and rape them. Just oh, it's a private business. I can rape whoever I want, you know, and that's a it's a confusing, conflicting thing that lawyers and people don't even agree. People have no idea. OK, and, and that's kind of the point. And so this guy also reacts like the woman at the hospital. As soon as I confront him as, and, and kept my voice much calmer than it is right now. This is just, you know, my, my radio projection into the microphone. But I said to the guy, I said, well, I, I don't have to and I'm not going to put one on. He's like, oh, is it a medical condition? And I, I, I normally say in that circumstance, I normally say, I don't know. What's your medical condition? You know, when's the last time you had a prostate exam? I didn't say that. I was actually nicer than that. I said, um, it's a lot of things. It's like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or more things. But is it medical? I said, well, part of it's medical, but there's a lot, there's a lot of reasons. I said, plus, then you know the CDC just said you don't have to wear masks and cloth like inside. They're recommending that you don't have to wear them inside for most people. And I said, they said cloth masks are totally useless, which is what he was giving out. And he immediately has this physical contortion reaction. I wish I'd have filmed it. He because he's a tall guy. And he kind of like bends backwards like he's going to do a limbo with his hands out to the side and his eyes like start. I swear to God in heaven, he's his eyes start twitching. He's like, ah, ah, I don't want I hear that. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And so I just I kept shopping. I went over and I looked at the, you know, the vodka. None of it was Russian. It was all from they had like Denmark, Poland, France. And then most of it was from the United States, which is really funny if people are pouring out vodka from the U.S. thinking it's from Russia. But it just, I don't care whether it's calling the hospital or going to a liquor store, people pouring out vodka. It's just like the idiocy is is beyond comprehension. So I was thinking about all of this over the weekend, and I read this incredible story. I, I, I don't particularly like the source of this information, but if it is factual, it's factual, regardless if it comes from CNN, Fox News, Infowars, etc. So I read this story about Chris Pandolfo. He works at Blaze Media. Yes, it's conservative. That's not why I'm citing it. They filed a FOIA request with the federal government, Freedom of Information Act. And they discovered with this FOIA request that nearly the entire corporate media took money from the federal government. Conservatives say the Biden administration, but if Trump were in office, I'm sure it would be the Trump administration. They would downplay that probably. But they took money from the federal government. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican. That's irrelevant. I don't care if it's Obama, Trump. I don't care if it's George Washington. Corporate media took money from the federal government to push vaccines 
as part of the contract on their viewers without disclosing that they were being paid to advertise and promote for what amounts to pharmaceutical corporations. Okay, so that came out with a FOIA request. As a result of FOIA requests and a judge, a federal judge, deciding that the FDA had to release all of their data, all of their information on Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, a couple of days ago, about a week ago, March 1st, was the first day of the data dump. 55,000 pages came out. Now, as those 55,000 pages came out, my God, I did not read all 55,000 pages. I skimmed a few. There are some journalists who have reviewed them. I have a link. I can send it to you if you'd like. It has all the documents that have been published, and there's going to be a lot more. There's like half a million total or a little bit more than half a million. So we're not going to be able to go through all of these documents. A lot of them are just preliminary, standard uh, kind of things that you know these companies have to do to get products approved, etc. But here's the point. Chris Pandolfo from Blaze Media, they, they submit this FOIA request, right? And they get this information back that Health and Human Services, the HHS, purchased advertising with ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, the New York Post, the Los Angeles Times, the Washington Post, Newsmax, BuzzFeed News, and hundreds of local newspapers and TV stations, not to mention, quote-unquote, influencers on social media. Now, here's the thing. The federal government and, and, and the Health and Human Services, HHS, they can use money to inform the public with evidence-based campaigns to increase awareness, to increase knowledge of, of, a, of, a, of a thing, whatever that thing is. Okay, so that's, that's natural. Governments can do that. And Congress appropriated $1 billion, that's a billion with a B, in 2021 fiscal year for the Secretary of Health to spend on activities to strengthen vaccine confidence in the United States, to quote-unquote strengthen vaccine confidence in the United States. And the federal, uh, federal uh, authorities within the HHS acted through the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other agencies and they awarded contracts to public and private entities to carry this, this operation out, right? And the operation just included educating, quote-unquote, informing, quote-unquote, people about the safety and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. Now, let's say the vaccines were safe and effective by your or some other standard. Here is the federal government paying news corporations and influencers to say good things and only good things. That's part of the contract. They can't say anything bad or something that might deter someone from getting a vaccine in order to receive this money. They were basically paid to report one side of the story. Again, from Fox News, your right-wing media, to CNN or CIA or the Communist News Network. So, whether it's left or right, right or left, and whether it's corporate media, dinosaur media, legacy media, or it is an influencer on YouTube, the federal government, not to mention the big companies like Pfizer and Moderna themselves, 
which paid influencers. They paid these corporate dinosaurs and they paid these influencers billions. Okay. At least a billion officially from the federal government. Pfizer, Moderna paid more. So we're talking hundreds of millions. We're talking at minimal a billion dollars went into one of the greatest, most deceptive, and I would argue harmful media propaganda campaigns in the history of the United States. And when I started thinking about that, I realized once again, not only is that the reason people are so on edge, the fear, the terror, the worry. You know, we know what the British government did to their citizens with their SPI-B program. They use behavioral psychology. We know that the NIH and Yale University put out talking points, what they call behavioral nudges or behavior modification. It's behavioral psychology. And we know the American Medical Association put out guides for doctors and others to use as talking points on interviews, TV, radio, etc. And now we know that mainstream news organizations, big corporations, and influencers took money from the federal government to the tune of hundreds of millions, billions of dollars to promote vaccines and to say nothing that could lead people to think maybe I shouldn't get this. Now, this isn't the first time something like this has happened because the Central Intelligence Agency infiltrated some of these same newspapers back in the 40s into the 50s, 60s, and 70s in a program called Mockingbird, where they aimed to infiltrate and influence U.S. media through news and television stations to promote disinformation, misinformation, and propaganda, particularly about the Cold War. This is not a new thing. It's an extension of what happened and transpired in the old world. To quote the Twilight Zone. And this is something that I'm going to break down for you on tonight's show because this is massive psychological coercion. This is fear-based, terror-based tactics like the British used. We know that our government has used them. And it doesn't matter if it's about the Cold War or if it's about vaccines or it's about cholesterol and fat. There's one thing. It's one thing if they're informing you of science. They're not informing you of science. They're informing you of talking points and propaganda. It's a new mockingbird. And you should know about this. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. The music is White Bat Audio. And there's a whole lot more coming up after this. Please stay tuned. It's The Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'd like to give a shout out to some of our new subscribers throughout the midpoint of February into March 2022. MJ Nichols, John Clinton Jr., Tyson Norton, Christopher Scott, David Birch, Robert Cameron, Robert Shelton, Amanda Sisk, and a longtime listener, Holly Ransom, just resubscribed. Also another shout out to one of our big fans on Facebook, Dale Grossen. Thank you all all so much for subscribing to The Secret Teachings and supporting what we do here five nights a week, bringing you what I hope is unique and informative and entertaining information. Tonight I have a FOIA request from Chris Pandolfo of Blaze Media providing information that Fox News, CNN, The New York Post, The LA Times, The Washington Post, Newsmax, etc., along with MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, took money from the federal government to propagandize the American public to promote vaccines as not only safe and effective, but as part of the contract to promote vaccines and to provide no 
alternative information on the subject. Now, the federal government can authorize, as Congress did, money. They authorized a billion dollars in fiscal year 2021 for the Secretary of Health to spend on activities that, quote, strengthen vaccine confidence in the United States. So federal law authorizes the HHS to act through the Centers for Disease Control to award contracts to public and private entities. So this is all based on what is federal law. They, They can do this with the money. However, when they do this with the money to inform the public, it has to be evidence-based campaigns to increase awareness and knowledge of the safety and effectiveness of vaccines for the prevention and control of disease and specifically to combat misinformation about vaccines along with disseminating scientific and evidence-based vaccine-related information all with the goal of increasing vaccine rates across the country. Now, I know that this is a really, really volatile subject. The woman I spoke to on the phone at the hospital, as I described in the last segment, becomes hostile when I ask her in a very, very calm tone, do you have the approved vaccines or do you have the emergency use authorization vaccines? I don't know if it was ego because she didn't have an answer to that. I don't know if they train these people. And she was working in the nursing department from what I understood, from what they told me. Don't they train these people to act this way? She accuses me of being hostile for asking a question. Or it's the guy at the liquor store I went to. I was looking for some Russian vodka to just see if they had it kind of for fun. And this guy physically starts convulsing because I told him I'm not wearing a mask. He can't force me to wear one, even as a private business. It's a public accommodation. I'm not breaking the law. I'm allowed to enter the establishment and shop as a law-abiding citizen. He physically starts to contort and his vocals become distorted. I swear to, I wish I could have filmed it. And it's just, I run into this kind of thing all the time. I can't tell if it's, if it's somebody who is, are are they so consumed by what they read and what they hear in media that it has literally overtaken their sense of emotion. It's overtaken their sense of reason. And now they are literally just an operational drone of corporate entities of corporate media of propaganda spewed by the federal government i mean what exactly is driving these people to act this way so i was thinking about that and then i came across this foia request which provided information that the federal government has paid hundreds of millions of dollars a billion allocated by congress but we're talking about money also provided by companies like Pfizer and companies like Moderna to influencers, something the federal government also used that money for. They paid not just mainstream media, they paid what you could consider as alternative media or influencers, hundreds of millions of dollars to promote that vaccines are good based on what federal law allows for. But the loophole here is when we watch the news, how much fact-based, evidence-based information did you see? Because virtually every news report I read is if you don't get a vaccine, you have a higher chance of dying. If you don't get a vaccine and you end up on your deathbed, you'll regret it. How many stories have we seen about that? 
dad or mom on deathbed regrets not getting the vaccine or regrets not being fully vaccinated, but you find out they actually got two vaccines. They didn't get the booster, so they weren't technically fully vaccinated. So they've literally changed language, the definition of a pandemic, the definition of a vaccine. Again, I don't care what your perspective, I don't care what your politics are. This is about psychology. And this could just as well be about cholesterol and fat, whether goods, milk's good for you, whether you know candy and chocolate is good for you or is it not good for you. It could be about anything. It's the nature of using psychology as opposed to science to convince you of something that you otherwise would not be convinced of if you were showing the science or if you were showing the data. And these news outlets were paid hundreds of millions of dollars to carry out this mass propaganda initiative. Now, this is not the first time in U.S. history that this has happened. I was reminded, this for me was reminiscent when I read about it, of the 1940s operation called Mockingbird that the Central Intelligence Agency run by Alan Dulles, the Dulles brothers, this Mockingbird operation that they ran aimed to infiltrate and influence U.S. media through news and television stations. It was an attempt to alter public perception through the use of disinformation and propaganda. Now, the CIA director, William Colby, later testified to the church committee over the operations of the program, revealing that over 400 CIA agents were placed into influential positions in media organizations to write stories that would be favorable to U.S. foreign policy during the Cold War. Project Mockingbird ran from the 40s into the 70s, officially. It's likely they changed the name and continued to run the same operation, changed the definition or the goals of the operation. The names changed, the objectives are changed, and now they run it under some other, some other name. But the point is, this was back in the 40s. This isn't a new kind of of warfare. This isn't a new kind of what could be described as advertising or marketing. This is psychological warfare. Project Mockingbird was a central intelligence agency operation meant to infiltrate TV stations, newspapers, and magazines. Under their control were the Miami Times, Time Magazine, and the Washington Post, the same Washington Post that received money from the federal government, I believe owned now by Jeff Bezos, to promote vaccines and not to address concerns, not to address alternate questions, not even to address alternate quote-unquote treatments. Just the vaccine is good, don't question it, You want people to die if you question it. It's all psychology. It's not logical. It's not reasonable. It's illogical. It's unreasonable. It's psychology. And it's meant to confuse you, to overwhelm you with information and authoritative dictates so that you can't make up your mind on your own. And then hive-minded individuals in the real world thinking that they're knowledgeable because they took a science class thinking they're knowledgeable because they vote Democrat, thinking they're knowledgeable because they listen to what the CDC director says or the World Health Organization. These people become hostile and violent or they argue rhetoric 
and talking points rather than science, which is all part of the propaganda. That propaganda includes the NIH and the U.S. National Library of Medicine, along with Yale University, publishing a study in July of 2020. Now remember that Operation Warp Speed began in early 2020, right? We, we started to look into manufacturing a vaccine. We were told that lockdowns were needed to prevent the spread. And just a few months after Operation Warp Speed was announced, this paper comes out from the NIH. I've talked about this on the show before. You need to hear it again because this all connects together. The National Institute of Health, Institutes of Health, and the U.S. National Library of Medicine at Yale University sponsored it. Uh, Yale University sponsored it. The article that they published says, the article states that the study tests different messages about vaccinating against COVID-19 once the vaccine becomes available, quote-unquote. So the vaccine's not available yet. They're looking at different messages about vaccinating against COVID-19. And the message is really clear. Get a vaccine or you're the cause of the pandemic. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You heard the president use these talking points. Now, this has been done with other public persuasion coercion campaigns before. And in fact, it has a name. It's called behavioral psychology. It's also referred to specifically as behavioral nudging or behavior modification. The Central Intelligence Agency did this with Project Mockingbird throughout the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, and likely beyond, infiltrating news outlets, including the Washington Post, the same one that the federal government has given money to, along with CNN, Fox News, Newsmax, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and influencers to promote only the rhetoric, talking points, and propaganda of vaccines and not to provide another perspective or any perspective whatsoever. That's the thing. They're not even providing perspective. It's this is good. It's a fallacy. If you disagree, it's bad, right? We've all seen this. Now, rather than show you the science, the NIH and the U.S. National Library of Medicine, sponsored by Yale University, said, instead of showing the science, instead of showing people the proof, use the following forms of rhetoric, propaganda, and talking points to psychologically persuade people that your viewpoint is the right viewpoint. Use personal freedom, economic freedom, like you'll have more freedom if you get a vaccine. You will have more economic opportunity if you have a vaccine. Self-interest is another one. Community interest, economic benefit, guilt, embarrassment, anger, not brave. And the final one, trust in science. So the NIH and the U.S. National Library of Medicine, sponsored by Yale University, put these talking points together prior. They published it in July, prior to July of 2020. These are the talking points you see and that you hear every single day. Whether you call a hospital, you go to the doctor, or you go to the liquor store, you go to the grocery store. People tell you, don't you trust the science? Why don't you trust the science, they ask you. 
Don't you want to be free? Just take the vaccine. We'll be free. It'll be back to normal again. These are just talking points. I don't think one out of a thousand people who say these things are actually thinking, formulating an opinion, believing it, and then expressing it. They're literally being programmed with a talking point, and then they're regurgitating it. And when you say, hold on a second, that makes no sense, then they convulse, then they scream, then they get really, really angry. But it's not just the NIH. It's not just Yale University. The American Medical Association, in their COVID-19 guide for 2021 winter, just a few weeks ago, gives similar talking points to the media and to people in media. It explains controlled responses, how to bridge to your answer, how to deliver a message, and how to provide proof points. It says to use quotable language, clear, concise, compelling, safe and effective. You don't trust the science. It's been tested. It also provides interviewing techniques. This is the American Medical Association. Interviewing techniques to steer, block, deflect, redirect, flag, hook, and stall. Like the woman I talked to on the phone. You're just getting angry. No, answer my question. You're just getting angry. I've had lawyers tell me the same thing. And one lawyer that told me that at the hospital, I said, I know what kind of legal jargon and what kind of legal techniques you're using, what kind of language techniques. Just answer the question. And then she hangs up the phone on me. This winter AMA guide for COVID-19 says that it's a numbers game of broadcast and print. Your message's vulnerabilities need to be acknowledged. And it discussed the typical interviews that are conducted and the things you should and shouldn't do in those interviews. It gives you delivery tips, how to project, how to vary your speaking rate, how to pause, how to have strong eye contact, smile, lean in, don't slouch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all of this when the vaccine is supposedly safe and effective. Why not just show us the research? Why not just show us the proof? Why do you have to use these techniques to convince us otherwise? Because they don't have the evidence. They don't have the proof. That's why Pfizer quietly added language to, uh, well, they had emails they sent out and warnings to shareholders that it was likely the stocks were going to fall because of the data that was going to be released under the FDA FOIA request and a federal judge ruling that the 55,000 pages a month of vaccine data had to be released the first batch by March 1st. 12,000 pages by the end of January, 55,000 additional by March 1st, and then another 55,000 every month until the half million or so are distributed. And as a result of that, Moderna, Pfizer, and even Johnson & Johnson just a little bit, but Moderna and Pfizer saw their stocks fall by Moderna's plunge by 11%, Pfizer by 2 and then BioNTech, which is Pfizer-BioNTech, by 9 So Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna saw their stocks collapse by a combined 22%. $28 billion for Pfizer, uh, Pfizer, and then Moderna's CEO dumped stock and deleted his Twitter account. And then when it came out that there was literally patented gene sequence in the so-called virus 
and this is a whole other thing, but patented gene sequence in the virus. I'll say that one more time. Patented gene sequence in the virus. The chances of this are astronomical. That the COVID-19 vaccine, that's right, the COVID-19 vaccine was developed by Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson and others, and Moderna owns a patent to a genetic sequence that is part of what they call SARS-CoV-2. That does not happen in nature. That is not a coincidence. That is a company being caught red-handed, owning a patent on part of this so-called natural virus. The study was published, and I've got a copy of it here if you'd like to read it. It was published in Frontiers in Virology. The headline, MSH3, Homology and Potential Recombination Link to SARS-CoV or COV-2 Furin Cleavage Site. Frontiers in Virology. And then the CEO of Moderna, Stephen, or Stephen, I think it's Stefan, Stefan Bansel, goes on to Fox News and tries to explain why the natural virus somehow has a patented gene sequence in it that his company patented. His company patented the gene sequence that's in what they call, anyway, SARS-CoV-2. Take a listen to this. It's Fox News, Moderna's CEO. But the Daily Mail is reporting, it says more evidence COVID was tinkered with in a lab. Now scientists find the virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna three years before the pandemic began. Your reaction, Stefan? What can you tell us? So my scientists are looking into those data to see how accurate they are or not. As I've said before, the hypothesis of an escape from a lab by an accident is possible, you know, human makes mistakes. So uh, is it possible that the Wuhan lab in China was working on uh, viruses uh, enhancement or gene modification? And then there was an accident where somebody was infected in the lab and then infected the families and friends. It is possible on the claim you just uh, mentioned, uh, the scientists are analyzing to know if it's uh, real or not. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was struck by the line. It matched a genetic sequence patented by Moderna for cancer research purposes, Stefan. Yeah. And that's the type of things that the team is looking at very carefully to know, is it is it real or not? So it it takes a bit of time to analyze all the genetic sequence. So he has no clue. Or at least that's the impression he's giving you. We don't know. No, they know. Because whatever that virus is, I don't think it's a virus, and I don't think it causes disease. I think it's some kind of biological system that they've engineered synthetically and artificially. And I think that once it gets into the body, much like the graphene oxide and the technology being worked on by the Harvard professor, Charles Lieber, it can access your cells, it can connect to your organs. This is what they call neural dust or smart dust. This is just my idea, my feelings on what this so-called virus is. 
But what they've created is a biological synthetic substance. And the CEO of Moderna, the CEO of Moderna, the same CEO that dumped stocks and canceled his Twitter account right alongside Pfizer as their stocks fell by 11, 12%, billion, tens of billions of dollars, billions and billions of dollars. And this guy on Fox News sits there with his glasses on and his little suit and he acts like he has no idea the question, where the question's coming from. Our scientists are looking into it. I don't even believe this guy has an accent. That's how bad the psychological persuasion is. That's how bad the psychological programming is. That's how bad this stuff is. I bet you this guy doesn't have an accent. I bet you he's done with the interview, and he's like, all right, thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yes, have a good day. But when he's on the interview, it's, our scientists are looking into it, because if you give an accent... Americans in particular think people with accents are even smarter. I would be I would be very very surprised if this guy even wears glasses. You know? And and then, you know, I mean that's just the nature of how this stuff works. Even if he has an accent, even if he wears glasses, that's irrelevant. My point is the guy is sitting there smiling through it. He's smiling through it. Oh, yes, it's good to come out the laboratory and we have scientists look into it and we're not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? You're the CEO of the company. You should know all of this. He's probably got a couple of lawyers sitting right there next to him and they briefed him before the interview. Don't say anything. Don't acknowledge it. Just say we're looking into it because that gives you more credibility. This is all psychology. This is disgusting. And then he sits there and he smiles through it. How does Moderna own a patent on a sequence of a virus that supposedly occurred naturally? And then the Moderna CEO, as he smiles through it, oh, we don't know. We had no idea. I had no idea where it come from. He literally sits there, smiles through it, says that, and then is like, well, it could have come from laboratory. Laboratory people make mistakes. So we don't know. We don't know. They come, they, they, someone get infected, they leave the laboratory. I thought that was a conspiracy theory. I mean, the whole thing is falling apart and collapsing. And then we find out with a FOIA request that the federal government used money that was supposed to be used to inform people of the benefits of vaccines through evidence-based education. That money was used by CNN, Fox News, Newsmax, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you name it, you name it, you name it, to publish stories like, Dad on deathbed wishes he'd have gotten a vaccine. That's not evidence-based. That's a fallacy. That's rhetoric. That's propaganda. It's the same kind of rhetoric and propaganda developed in early 2020 before there was even a vaccine officially by the NIH, the U.S. National Library of Medicine, at clinicaltrials.gov, sponsored by Yale University, where they use talking points like trust the science, you should be guilty if you don't get it, For some people, it was, you'll be free if you get it. There's an economic benefit. You can have a job if you get it. And then the American Medical Association published guidelines on the very types of talking points that you just heard. And if you watched the video, you just watched from the Moderna CEO. Smile if possible, which just makes you look like a demon. Don't slouch. He's setting up. He's got a suit. He's got glasses. He's got an accent. It makes him look smart. It makes him look authoritative. It makes him look like he's in control of the situation. 
And he doesn't really have to answer the question. It's all just a soundbite. And as long as his lawyers advise him and he does what his lawyers advise, don't say anything that could incriminate you. Just say, we don't know where this virus came from. Maybe it came from a lab. Don't actually answer the question, why does your company own a patent on a gene sequence in a naturally occurring virus? To say maybe it came from a lab, to me, implies you were working on it in a lab. You're guilty. You need to go to prison for a very, very long time. You and all your, your scientists, he has the accent, the science, our scientists are looking into it. Yeah, you and your scientists need to go to a prison. You need to be put in a gulag for crimes against humanity. I listen to very little radio, but the radio that I listen to, you know, I'll hear things sometimes like this and I'll wonder, where's the evidence? Where's the proof? Well, if you want the evidence and proof, shoot me an email and I will send you the audio file. I will send you the link. I will send you the article from The Blaze. Maybe you don't like The Blaze. I don't like The Blaze. But if The Blaze or even if CNN publishes something truthfully, I'm not going to not read it just because it was published by The Blaze or CNN or Fox News. You know, so you can find the evidence of what they're saying. Here's the FOIA request. Here's what the federal government did. They paid a billion dollars that Congress allocated for educating the public. The, uh, the, the, uh, the Secretary of Health from the HHS spent this money on activities to inform the public about vaccines, except they used fear and terror to do that rather than using science or quote-unquote evidence-based techniques, which is precisely what the British government did, carrying out the same propaganda, the same rhetoric, the same fear campaign as part of their SPIB program involving a subcommittee of the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies. The Scientific Pandemic Influenza Group on Behavior, the SPIB, according to several members of the group, scientists and psychologists, actively engaged in behavioral psychology to convince the public that the pandemic was far deadlier than it really was, even far scarier. Because members of the group came out and said that when the lockdown was instituted, the government intended to use this to increase, quote, perceived level of personal threat, end quote, from the virus due to the fact that, quote, a substantial number of people still don't feel sufficiently personally threatened. Our citizens don't feel threatened enough, so we need to terrify them into compliance. One scientist said the use of fear has definitely been ethically questionable. You think? One psychologist, Gavin Morgan, on the unit said clearly using fear as a means of control is not ethical. You think? That's overstating the obvious. And the deputy chairman of the COVID recovery group of Tory MPs said, if it is true that the state took the decision to terrify the public to get uh, uh, to, to get into compliance with the rules, to comply with the rules, that raises extremely serious questions about the type of society we want to become, end quote. You think this is all psychology and what they are doing today, what we found out that the government has done with these major media outlets, including influencers, is precisely what the central intelligence and the federal government did back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, whether it was Project Mockingbird influencing the media about the state of the Cold War or it was the media influencing the public on a number of health issues over the years being paid for and sponsored by big corporations or now if it's on vaccines. It's the same exact type of behavioral psychology 
psychological warfare techniques being employed on you, the people. And you need to be informed about this. You need to be knowledgeable about this. Please spread the show. Please let people know about this show. Leave us a review on the podcast radio players. Give us a couple of stars. Check us out at thesecretteachings.info. Buy a book. Subscribe to the archive. And stay tuned. There's a lot more after this. Coming up in the next hour. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. 
If you're listening in the free archive on the many podcast and radio players, thank you so much for tuning in. A special welcome and thanks to those of you listening in the advertisement-free archive, where you also get digital copies of my books and access to our montage archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. Thank you so much for supporting the show and keeping us on air Monday through Friday. I want to thank all of you who also subscribe to us on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content. That's The Secret Teachings on Patreon. And those of you who support our affiliates like Pro One Water Filters and the Tuttle Twins links, again, are on our website at thesecretteachings.info. We know for sure, absolutely, 100%, that from early 2020 up until right now, March 2022, everything that we have seen on the news, everything that we have read in print, everything that we've heard on the radio, all in regards to the official narrative the status quo about the safety and effectiveness of vaccines, the safety and effectiveness of masks, the safety and effectiveness of lockdowns, and all of these other things are not based on science. They are based on psychology. And yes, you can find studies that say this is good, that's bad, this is safe, that's effective. But what you can't find are legitimate studies that are conducted on more than a handful of people that have any context to them that prove any of the things that we are being told. We only have what the news tells us. We only have what the talking heads at the major federal agencies and on the major news outlets have said. And what they are doing is literally regurgitating talking points. The NIH, the U.S. National Library of Medicine, sponsored by Yale University, Put out talking points like get a vaccine for self-interest, get a vaccine for economic and personal freedom. The lockdowns will go away once you get a vaccine. Community interest. Don't you want to do this for your community? If you don't, won't you be guilty? That's another talking point. Won't you be angry? Won't you be embarrassed? Isn't this a pandemic of the unvaccinated, our president Joe Biden said, using talking points from the NIH? A major talking point there was, quote, trust in science. You've heard this probably at least every week, probably every day, for the last two-plus years. Trust the science is also a Marxist talking point. Did you know that? Because Karl Marx said that communism and his version of communism was not utopian. It was scientific. You needed to trust in the science of communism or you were anti-science. Same talking point today from the NIH. The American Medical Association put out similar talking points, giving people ideas of how to handle themselves in interviews. And when you read these talking points, when you see what they say, you realize, oh, the CDC director is reading a script. Oh, the CEO of Moderna is reading a script. They are being schooled. They are being taught, educated on how to handle themselves in front of media on how to present themselves and the information to the public. It's all one big psychological game. And we know the British government did something very similar with their SPIB program. Their SPIB program 
a subcommittee of the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies, SAGE, the SPIB group, according to uh, different members of the group, psychologists, scientists, etc. These people were actively engaged in behavioral psychology to convince the public the pandemic was far deadlier than it really was, and not just far deadlier, scarier. That's right, scarier, because the reason that they had to institute these techniques were because, quote, a substantial number of people still do not feel sufficiently personally threatened. One member of the group said it backfired because people became too scared. People became too scared. That's in Britain. In the U.S., we have the psychological rhetoric and techniques that I've mentioned to you tonight, and we know that Fox News, Newsmax, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, the New York Post, the L.A. Times, the Washington Post, and BuzzFeed News, that's not surprising, willingly took money from the federal government to promote vaccines in a lopsided, one-sided, one-size-fits-all capacity without providing people with the information, the knowledge, and the facts, and the science that they cause myocarditis or pericarditis or that there are adverse events. They downplay the adverse events when they have to talk about them. The agreement to receive this money from the federal government was, well, you can't address public concerns over vaccines unless you're saying those concerns are unfounded, unless you're saying these people are conspiracy theorists, unless you're saying these people aren't scientists, they don't believe in science. Just the rhetoric, just the talking point, and it's hard to argue with people based on rhetoric and talking points. When someone just repeats the same thing over and over and over again, it sounds true. That's the old Joseph Goebbels technique. That's the old Adolf Hitler technique, right? It's just regurgitating and repeating the same story over and over and over again until people believe it, no matter how outlandish, no matter how crazy it is. The bigger the lie, the more likely it is people are going to believe it because who's going to manufacture a story like that? It has to be true. It must be true. All the media gives us talking points. All the media gives us rhetoric. What all the media does is follow the script of their corporate or governmental sponsors. And we know that back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, the Central Intelligence Agency used the media. They infiltrated the media, according to CIA Director William Colby, testifying to the Church Committee. Hundreds of CIA agents were placed into influential positions in media organizations to write stories that were favorable to U.S. foreign policy during the Cold War. One of those newspapers was the Washington Post, meaning that from the 1940s until today, the Washington Post, just one of numerous examples, one of numerous cases, has been used by the Central Intelligence Agency and other components and aspects of the federal government, including the HHS, to leverage the public with propaganda, rhetoric, fear, terrorism, talking points, etc., and to coerce them through this leverage into receiving a vaccine without proving to them that is actually safe or effective. Just use the talking points, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. And when you talk to people and you say, hold on a second, this is all psychology. Here are the talking points. Here's the rhetoric from the NIH, from the American Medical Association, from the HHS. You know, the 
the talking point, we can do this, the slogan, we can do this, just like 9-11. We stand together, New York strong. It's just a way to hijack the emotions, collectivize consciousness, and put people into a trance-like state in a collective hive mind in which they respond to stimuli, and when the pre-programmed responses run out, they don't know how to respond, so they break down and have these emotional, sometimes physical reactions. If you've read about Project MKUltra, you might also be aware, along with what is called Project Monarch, these mind control operations and techniques using drugs and chemicals and electroshock and torture, basically. When someone had experienced this type of torture and had been effectively, quote-unquote, programmed, when they had a break in that programming... They responded in the same way as the guy at the liquor store responded to me. I explained earlier, I went into a liquor store kind of for fun, looking for Russian vodka to see if Russia, Russian vodka was even something I could buy. It wasn't, by the way. They just had Poland and mostly in the United States. It was, it was manufactured. And I was asked to put on a mask. I said no. He said, well, you need one to shop here. I said, I'm not going to put one on. It's a public accommodation. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I haven't violated the law. He said, we're private. I said, doesn't mean you can violate the law. I said, the CDC says they don't even recommend masks indoors anymore. And they said, cloth masks don't work. That's what you're giving me. It's, it's worthless. It's more dangerous than anything. And he literally has a physical convulsion. Tall, kind of lanky guy. He bends backwards. Then he kind of kneels down. And he puts his hand. He's like putting his hands out, trying to stop something. And, I, and like I'm just standing there like, okay, I'm going to keep shopping now. I mean, maybe you haven't experienced this. I had a lady yell at me because she saw my Biden for nursing home shirt. She screams at me she'd rather have World War III than pay $2 for gas. You know, she said, I'd rather have Joe Biden in the White House and World War III than a lunatic in the White House. And just like the contradictory hypocrisy and nonsense of a statement like that, I'm not even asking for it. I'm just, I mean, maybe wearing the Biden for nursing home shirt, but... I just went into a liquor store to see if they had Russian vodka. This guy starts convulsing. It's unreal. You know that the CDC is saying that you don't need to wear masks now, right? In in almost all places, and people are still, got to wear them, got to wear them, got to wear them. Oh, my God, oh, my God. I read a Market Watch report that said that people who decide to take their masks off are essentially attempting to harm the vulnerable. They're attempting to harm the vulnerable. According to one doctor, one-way masking is what the CDC is suggesting. And one-way masking means that we are giving up on the vulnerable and the immunocompromised. Despite the fact that, I don't know, NBC and CDC officials have now said, this is February 8th, over a month ago, headline, will a mask protect me even if no one else is wearing one? According to health officials, according to an epidemiologist at Harvard, T.H. Chan School of Public Health, a mask should still provide some protection in an unmasked setting, assuming it's well-fitted and worn correctly. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody wearing a mask correctly. NBC, 
Protection from a mask may be a bit less, regardless of one's vaccination status, quoting Cheryl Hilton, dean of the New York University School of Global Public Health. NBC, though most health experts agree universal masking along with vaccinations remains the best public health strategy against the spread of virus, people can still benefit from wearing a mask even if no one else around them is. And according to another NBC article, once again, they are quoting public health officials. People who wear a high-quality mask are well-protected even if others around you are not masking, according to Greta Massetti, a senior scientist at the agency known as the Centers for Disease Control. So if you wear a mask properly, you're protected, even though others around you are not wearing a mask. Do you find that it's hard to keep up and figure out what's going on? Do you find it difficult to find a baseline here, to find all that science and all that effectiveness you find it hard to, to approach everyday life. This sounds like an infomercial. Do you find it hard to approach everyday life from an emotionally balanced state when everybody around you is losing their mind? Seriously, think about it. All the discussions, all the arguments you've had with people, all the things you've heard, it's confusing, right? Do you think that maybe it's supposed to be confusing? You think that maybe this is the way that it's created to be, that it's cultivated to be? You don't think the CIA in Project Mockingbird had CIA agents working at newspapers to inform the public. They had them working at newspapers to disinform the public, to confuse the public, to make it difficult for you to figure out what is going on. They've done this with lockdowns, masks, social distancing, and vaccines, and they continue to do it in most places with vaccines across the United States and across the world. All based on rhetoric, all by just propaganda, and of course fallacies. You probably didn't hear this because there's hardly been any news coverage of it, but the People's Convoy, In the U.S., the truckers that started in Southern California a handful of days ago, they've made it to Washington. On Sunday, the trucker convoy made it to Washington, and they did, I guess, laps around the D.C. Beltway. Then they went to Maryland. They're regrouping, and then they're coming back to D.C., I guess, uh, earlier today or tomorrow. that They might be meeting with like lawmakers tomorrow, Tuesday the 8th, or technically, I guess, today, whenever you're listening to this show, March 8th, 2022. And um, I read this article from NBC, one of the few I could find. It says that the U.S. offshoot of the Canadian Freedom Convoy reached the nation's capital on Sunday. They said this is a trucker-led convoy group organized by uh, pro-Trump and anti-vaccine channels on the Telegram messaging app. They're pro-Trump and they're anti-vaccine. This is supposed to be a convoy that is requesting all the mandates to be dropped. And you notice, as we get closer to midterms, as we just had the State of the Buffoonian address, masks and lockdowns and everything kind of starts to to fade away and now the fight is with individual businesses as i experienced the other day at the liquor store 
Individual businesses thinking they can violate the law. Individual businesses trying to force people to get vaccines as a condition of employment when the vaccines admittedly don't work. If you don't believe me, let's listen to what Rochelle Walensky from the CDC had to say about vaccines, stating that, well, they weren't as effective as we thought. We just hoped they'd be effective. The 95% effectiveness rate wasn't really the case. Could we have improved? Um, Well, you know, I think I can tell you where I was when the CNN feed came that it was 95 percent effective on the vaccine. You are the director of the Centers for Disease Control now. All the public health officials, all the people that did the science and did the research, shouldn't they have known before CNN knew? They had to have known. They're the ones that gave the information to CNN unless... CNN was told to report that, and it wasn't based on anything remotely scientific. It was based on everything psychological. It was based on behavioral psychology. Let's listen to that again. The CDC director learned the vaccine was safe and effective from CNN. Well, you know, I think I can tell you where I was when the CNN feed came that it was 95 percent effective on the vaccine. So many of us wanted to be hopeful. So many of us wanted to say, okay, this is our ticket out, right? Now we're done. Um, So I think we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism um, for some good things that came our way. I I really do. I I think all of us wanted this to be done. Nobody said waning when, when, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, this vaccine's gonna work. Oh, well, (laughs) maybe it'll work, it'll wear off. Um, nobody said, well, what if the next variant doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as potent against the next variant. The CDC director just said that the vaccine wanes. It's not 95% safe and effective. That's just a talking point. I've been telling you this for literally years now. That's kind of a scary thing to think about for years. These are talking points. This is rhetoric. This is the NIH. This is Pfizer-BioNTech. This is Moderna. This is the Centers for Disease Control. Making recommendations, not based on science, based on rhetoric, based on where the money comes from, including the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. This is the World Health Organization. And I've told you that I believe this was partly intentional to undermine public confidence in health in the CDC, in the HHS, in major universities? Why would they want to undermine confidence in public health authorities? Well, now the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum and other non-governmental groups, other billionaire philanthropists can more easily find a way to integrate themselves into our sovereign country and our sovereign society. Convincing the people of all these wonderful things, and then when none of them are true, the vaccine isn't actually safe and effective, masks didn't work, lockdowns didn't work, these actually caused dramatic and detrimental social, cultural, economic, psychological, personal, etc., etc., etc. problems. They say, don't blame us. We didn't know. It's your fault for being too optimistic. And as a result of that, you shouldn't be mad at us. We just didn't get it right. And so the door's left open, folks, for 
someone else to step in and say, your CDC is corrupt, your CDC can't get it right. Listen to what the World Health Organization has to say. Let's actually listen to Rochelle Walensky one more time. Tell us about how the vaccine isn't safe and effective like they thought. She learned about it from CNN, which is wild, and that we were just too hopeful. Could we have improved? Um, Well, you know, I think I can tell you where I was when the CNN feed came, that it was 95 percent effective on the vaccine. So many of us wanted to be hopeful. So many of us wanted to say, "Okay, this is our ticket out right now. We're done. Um, So I think we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism um, for some good things that came our way. I I really do. I I think all of us wanted this to be done. Nobody said waning when, when, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, this vaccine's gonna work. Oh, well, (laughs) maybe it'll work, it'll wear off. Um, Nobody said, well, what if the next variant doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as potent against the next variant. Nobody knew, nobody had any clue. Yes, I understand that Rochelle Walensky took over in early January 2021. We, we heard vaccines were safe and effective before that. She learned about it, though, as she became the CDC director from CNN. You, you, you would think that someone who was being placed into that position of power would have learned about it through science, not CNN. Science, not psychology, not rhetoric, not propaganda. Not talking points. The rhetoric, the propaganda, and the talking points are what you get from the NIH. They're what you get from Yale University. They're what you get from Johns Hopkins University. They're what you get from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They're what you get from the Centers for Disease Control. They're what you get from the HHS. They're what you get from the American Medical Association. They're what you get from every official and unofficial source, including influencers online, that regurgitate talking points, rhetoric, and propaganda to receive a paycheck. And that is exactly what a FOIA request to the federal government has shown us. The HHS, through Congress, a billion dollars paid out in part to ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox News, Newsmax, the Washington Post, the New York Post, LA Times, and a handful of influencers not to mention BuzzFeed News. That's not a surprise. And then Newsmax CEO Chris Ruddy even wrote an op-ed piece to celebrate the Joe Biden vaccine rollout because they were receiving money to promote the vaccine. Now, again, federal law authorizes HHS to act through the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other agencies to award contracts to public and private entities to carry out on a national level evidence-based campaigns to increase people's awareness. But it's not an evidence-based campaign when you're running stories like dad, father of four, wife dies of COVID, he's about to die of COVID, on his deathbed, he regrets not getting the vaccine. That is not an evidence-based story. That is propaganda. I don't even know if I'd call it circumstantial. It's raw Dis and misinformation, just like everything from the Ukraine. I see pictures of Zelensky and his military fatigues almost every day on Facebook. Even the USA Today said that's not from 2022. His I don't need a ride. I need ammunition statement. The USA Today said 
that's actually not verifiable. And other news outlets said the same thing. The Ghost of Kiev, Snake Island, all of it, fake, all made up. How am I supposed to trust the media when they can't tell us anything that is true because they're being paid to promote and sponsor and run advertisements for big corporations by the federal government, influenced and paid off by those big corporations. And then I'm supposed to trust that same media when they tell us what's happening in Ukraine and rapidly, daily, we're finding out most of those stories are absolutely fake. Cardboard guns, you know, Miss Ukraine, she's going to fight. Actually, she didn't have a real gun. Young, blonde Ukrainian women, they're not fighting. It's all made up. It's all propaganda. It's all behavioral psychology. It's all rhetoric, talking points, and it's paid for. It's like Project Mockingbird back in the 40s through the 70s. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. And we'll be back after this with one last segment. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. 
You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Um, well, you know, I think, I can tell you where I was when the CNN feed came, that it was 95% effective on the vaccine. So many of us wanted to be helpful. So many of us wanted to say, okay, this is our ticket out, right? Now we're done. Um, so I think we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism um, for some good things that came our way. I, I really do. I, I think all of us wanted this to be done. Nobody said waning when, when you know, oh, this vaccine's going to work. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe it'll work, it'll wear off. Um, nobody said, well, what if the next variant doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as potent again. Yeah. What if the next variant isn't stopped by the vaccine? Nobody said, is it going to wane? We learned the vaccine was safe and effective from CNN. That's CNN's fault. It's not our fault. We did the science. Well, not really. You've been told so many lies, so many disingenuous things. Not just in the last two years, but anytime you turn on mainstream mockingbird media. Virtually every news outlet that you can think of from CNN to Fox News took money from the federal government to promote Propaganda, dis and misinformation, fear, terrorism, etc. about COVID-19 vaccines. And although federal law authorizes the HHS to act through the Centers for Disease Control and allows them to carry out national evidence-based campaigns to increase awareness and knowledge of the safety and effectiveness of vaccines, etc., 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 Stories like mom dying in hospital, regrets not getting a vaccine. There's a lot to that headline in that story, isn't there? What is she dying from? Was she in a car wreck? Is she dying from COVID-19? Or does she have one of the four comorbidities that 95% of the people who have died out of, what do they say, close to a million? 95% of the people died of other things. Remember that Michelle Walensky clip where they claimed that it was edited and it was and it was about a study and comorbidities and the right-wing media picked it up and ran with it and it was just a, a fishing line with a piece of bait on it and the conservatives went over and they took a big old bite of that hook and when they started promoting that people said no, 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 that's taken out of context. 70-something people percent of people didn't die of COVID-19 from, you know, other conditions, they died of COVID-19. That's just, that's taken out of context. That was just in one study, and that's, that's not really accurate. When the real number was 95% on the CDC's website, but they allowed that story to circulate intentionally because it discredited information that was completely unrelated and completely out of context. 
This is what the media does. And it's not just mainstream media. It's also influencers on YouTube, influencers on Instagram and social media. They got paychecks too, not just from the federal government, but from Pfizer and companies like Moderna. And then I've got Moderna's CEO on television using the talking points from the American Medical Association, the techniques, using the talking points that I'm sure his lawyers provided him. And you find that literally everything you watch and listen to in the news, it's, it's a talking point. It's coming from the NIH. It's coming from the CDC. It's coming from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It's coming from psychologists, not scientists. It's the same rhetoric. It's the same propaganda. It's the same talking points. It's the same methods used by the CIA and Project Mockingbird, influencing companies like the Washington Post, Time Magazine, literally putting agents in those companies to spread dis and misinformation. Confuse the public. That's the intention. Confuse the public so nobody knows what to trust. So they go with the first thing they hear, maybe the second thing they hear. They believe in contradictory ideas. They don't have time to investigate it. They don't have time to research it. The mainstream media says it's dangerous to research it yourself anyway. Listen to what we say. And so they become mockingbirds, and they just mock whatever they're told to say. Safe and effective. 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 My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. Really? Did the science change again? Because originally it was a personal protective equipment. Originally it was emergency use authorization, meaning they can't force you to do it under any circumstance. Initially, we were told the mask is for your protection. Then it became for everybody's protection. Now Greta Massetti, a senior scientist at the CDC, is saying people who wear a high-quality mask are well-protected, even if others around you are not masking. I was told that the mask protects other people because it prevents you from spreading your germs. So the inside is insulated, but if you don't wear one, your germs can come through into their mask. I said, turn your mask around then. The inside protects and blocks particles, turn it around, wear it inside out. It's just, it's the most ridiculous, idiotic nonsense. Uh, like, I'm so beyond done with it. When people ask me, hey, do you have evidence that masks don't work? Do you have evidence that they do work? There is no evidence that they work. It's just studies like this. PLOS1. Remember this study? PLOS1. PLOS you unpublished face mask fit hacks. Wear pantyhose over your head to ensure the mask works. That study was conducted on four people. That is not scientifically or statistically relevant. Everything else is an assumption, a guess, may do this, possibly does this, could do this. Experts say nobody knows, nobody can confirm it, nobody can prove it. It's just rhetoric. It's just a talking point. It's just propaganda. It's just behavioral psychology. It's what the NIH and Yale and the American Medical Association and the British SPIB it's what all of these groups have done from the U.S. to the United Kingdom. And in some countries, it's worse because they don't have the pesky laws and the pesky individual liberties that we have in a lot of Western nations. They just demand you stay in your home or we kill you. You stay in your home, we weld the door shut. You stay in your home, 
you get arrested and taken to jail and forced to do the things that you don't want to do that would allow you to leave your home anyway. You don't get to go outside and walk without your passport. I mean, we have protections that prevent the total collapse of human freedom and human liberty. And I got people that have asked me, don't you think it's a pandemic? We should get rid of liberties until the pandemic's over. And it's like, are you serious? Are you, are you for real, dude? Are you, for, you really think we should get rid of all liberties, everything, all freedoms until the pandemic is over? That's the very reason you don't get rid of those liberties. Because throughout history, emergencies have been used to take control of governments and wage genocide on a population or many populations. That's how it works historically. But people are so historically ignorant, nobody knows that. You know that communist China and communist Russia, the Soviet Union, collectively killed over 100 million people in the 20th century? Half that from starvation, planned economies. Another half that just brutal dictatorship, brutal torture, brutal uh, terrorism. The Red Guards, the Red Terror, brutally murdering people. How much of that do you know? None of it, because we're not allowed to learn about that. Because it's 1984. Communism, good. Capitalism, bad. Even though capitalism has provided us with more wealth, more security, more health, more abundance than any other system in the history of the world. We now live longer lives. We're sick less of the time. We have less poverty in the world. We have more literacy in the world. It's like everything that the corporate banking, media, government, and non-governmental agencies want to do. They want to take away plastic. Well, if you didn't know, in the early 20th century, since we didn't have plastic, things like meat and other products spoiled really, really fast. There were bugs and insects in the food and barrels that were sold in most cities. People were sick a lot. People were vomiting and suffering from gastrointestinal issues. And in the 20th century, diarrhea was a leading cause of death. Now diarrhea contributes to less than a a fraction of the percent of people who die. It's like pneumonia and diarrhea are two of the 20th century, the early 20th century leading causes of death. They caused a a tremendous amount of death, like a majority of death. Now they cause like 4.5% of all deaths. And most of that death worldwide is from substandard, subpar living conditions where they don't have clean or running water. They don't have uh, uh, hygienic knowledge. They don't have access to to certain kinds of medicines or foods or etc. So you get rid of plastic, the one thing that's preserved food and allowed us to have an abundance of food, preventing food from spoiling, therefore saving food, saving resources and preventing people from getting sick. We want to do away with private property and give all that wealth to a small number of people in a Politburo, in some bank, in some corporation, so they can equally distribute it. So they can take everything from you, and you'll own nothing, and you'll be happy about it. These are not new ideas. These are socialist, communist, Marxist, authoritarian ideas that have been promoted 
throughout the 1800s and the 1900s and have led to the deaths of literally hundreds of billions of people. And then we turn on the nightly news. We try to get educated because that's where everybody gets their information from, or so we think. And we hear one lie after another lie after another lie. Safe and effective is just as big of a lie as the Snake Island soldiers said, go F yourself, you Russian pieces of trash. Didn't say it. Didn't get killed. They surrendered. The ghost of Kiev is killing Russian planes, taking on the whole Russian Air Force. Ghost of Kiev doesn't exist. Miss Ukraine is on the front lines fighting. No, Miss Ukraine had an airsoft gun, and she's not on the front lines fighting. Zelensky, he's a great Jew. Literally, the Atlantic said that. He's a great Jew who's on the front lines fighting the Russians. Here's the picture. Well, that picture is from years ago. That's not from 2022. Zelensky said, I'll take ammo. Not a ride. I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. Well, he didn't actually say that. I mean, these are just like a handful of stories that have been given to us in the last two weeks. Look at that gunfire on that aircraft. That's from a video game. These are just a couple of the stories in the last few weeks we've been told that are completely fabricated. And they're the big stories that have been completely fabricated. And guess what? The average person is still oblivious to that. The average person is still, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. They can have guns, but American citizens shouldn't have guns because they're evil. They're bad people. And you trust the media that paid no attention to the evidence, no attention to the actual science, just they cashed their checks from the HHS, from Congress, from the federal government to spread Dis and misinformation from the Biden White House would have been the same if it was the Trump White House from the Trump or Biden White House, whatever. They paid that money to those agencies. You know, those agencies pay that money to those those outlets, including influencers on social media to promote propaganda, to promote rhetoric, to use talking points. Just like the NIH said in early to mid 2020 and Yale University at clinicaltrials.gov, just like the British we're doing with their SPIB unit saying that people got too scared. They just use lockdowns and the things that they showed you in the media every night, the case counts to terrorize and to create a state of fear because people weren't scared enough. It's the same thing the American Medical Association said to do. Use the talking points. Here's how you do it. It's the same reaction that we saw from Moderna's CEO when he got on Fox News and literally sat there on Fox News and pretended like, he has no idea why Moderna's patented gene sequence is in SARS-CoV-2. The Daily Mail is reporting it says more evidence COVID was tinkered with in a lab. Now scientists find the virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna three years before the pandemic began. Your reaction, Stefan? What can you tell us? So my scientists are looking into those data to see how accurate they are or not. As I've said before. How many of you think he doesn't actually have an accent? My scientists are looking into data. I bet you he just talks like a normal person when he's not on TV. We've seen people do that before. Hillary Clinton has an accent when she goes to the South. Howdy, y'all. 
Jesus, it's like these people are so, there is no word. I, I Or I don't have a word. There's no word. These people are beyond description. The hypothesis of an escape from a lab by an accident is possible. You know, human makes mistakes. Okay, if, if, if humans make mistakes, you made a mistake. Because the question is, why is your patented sequence of genes in SARS-CoV-2? If you're saying it came from a lab, you're admitting your company was involved in it then. That's what I'm getting from this. But his lawyers are sitting there telling him what to say. I guarantee it. I bet he was advised by the lawyers on retainer what to say. Don't acknowledge that what she's saying is true because they give them the questions beforehand. Just say, well, it might have escaped from a lab. That's why it might seem like it's, you know, human made. And But don't acknowledge that your company owns the patent on it, which was the original question. Well, uh, is it possible that the uh, Wuhan lab in China was working on uh, viruses uh, enhancement or gene modification? And then there was an accident where somebody was infected in the lab and then infected the families and friends. It is possible. It is possible. It is possible. I have scientists look into it. On the claim you just uh, mentioned, uh, the scientists are analyzing to know if it's uh, real or not. Yeah, but you didn't answer the question. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I was struck by the line. It matched a genetic sequence patented by Moderna for cancer <laughs> research purposes. It's patented. They literally own a genetic sequence of the so-called virus, and it's patented by Moderna. I don't even believe in traditional germ theory. But what they're manufacturing is a biosynthetic substance that is probably more like a technology than it is an organic virus. Stefan. I have scientists look into it. Yeah, and that's the type of things that the team is looking at very carefully to know is it, is it real or not. Okay. So it, it takes a bit of time to analyze yeah. all the genetic sequence. Well, what do you mean if it's real or not? Frontiers in virology just published on the 21st of February, that there's a genetic sequence in SARS-CoV-2 that you own. So that doesn't happen in nature, Stefan Bonsall. That is artificial. That is synthetic. I'd be surprised if this guy even wears glasses if you watch the video. Because this is how everything, whether it's in media or it's like a corporate you know, statement, everything is, if you put these glasses on, you'll look smarter. If you wear this blue tie, your supporters will think you're definitely in support of their blue Democrat ideologies or their red ideologies. If you stand this way, if you sit this way, if you smile, if you can, if you kind of look at the camera and you you play coy and, you know, you kind of pretend like you're not a threat like Bill Gates does. He's like, well, I'm, I mean, we are. And he just kind of moves his hands around and he pretends like he doesn't know what he's talking about, but he kind of does. It's all psychology. They're all mockingbirds, all of them. You know, it's like that, that, that question that kids pick on other kids with. What are you, chicken? Bok, 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 bok. What are you, a mockingbird? And they just repeat, 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 repeat. They're like a, they're like a, they're like a, a parrot. Just safe and effective. Safe and effective. Where's the science? Safe and effective. Conspiracy theorist. No, I just want to see the science. Conspiracy theorist. They're, they're like children. They're worse than children. Children don't know any better. They have to be taught. You don't, you're not, don't, don't be, don't be a, don't be a little prick. All right. Don't pick on people. 
don't, you know, use uh, what amounts to uh, a form of like adolescent mimicking to make your point. Can I see the evidence? Why are you getting hostile? I'm not hostile. I'd like to see the evidence. You're hostile. I just want to see the evidence. Conspiracy theorist. Conspiracy theorist. Why are you upset? I would like to see the evidence. I would like, and then they hang up the phone on you. And then they call you a bigot or a white supremacist. And then Stefan Bonsall dumps Moderna stock. How about asking him that question on Fox News? Why'd you dump your stock? Why'd you delete your Twitter page? Did you know that this was going to come out, that you own a part of the virus? You had to have known. You own the patent on it. Literally. Hey, can you tell us why your friends over at Pfizer-BioNTech also dumped a lot of their stock and why their stock dropped billions of dollars before the dump? You want to tell us that, Stefan Bonsall? Or will you have your scientists look into that too? We will have, uh, we have people look into it. No. Why do you own the patent? Here's the patent. I just showed it to him on TV. Here's the patent. Why do you own this? How is this in a natural virus? You own it. Well, oh, oh, well, you're being hostile. Whatever you people did, whatever these people did, organic, synthetic, or a combination, whatever politicians and mayors and governors and MPs and TV stations, et cetera, whatever they told you, whatever they tried to force you to do, It's all part of something much greater than a virus and a vaccine. They tell you, this virus shut down small businesses. This virus forced people out of their jobs. No, people chose to shut down their businesses out of fear, or they were forced to shut down their businesses, or they were fined. Big box stores made billions and billions and billions of dollars. And then the same progressive people say, They're price gouging. No, they're not price gouging. They're making obscene amounts of money because you told people to shop there and not shop at small businesses because I can't get sick at a big box store, but I can get sick at a teeny tiny little shop downtown. And because of lockdowns and the end of certain forms of manufacturing in terms of the level of that production, so we've had a reduction in in production, reduction in access to, to, to certain types of, uh, of materials and products. Prices have gone up, and then you blame the same corporations that you're helping to make all that money. I, I, just, I, I don't like sitting here and talking about this. I don't like sitting here and regurgitating and repeating the same thing because it starts to sound like a talking point, and that makes me upset. But these are facts. Moderna owns a sequence of the so-called virus. What that virus is, I don't know. I don't think it causes disease. I think it's a genetic marker. I think it's the same thing that they have from their quote-unquote vaccines that aren't technically vaccines that Rochelle Walensky said, well, you heard her say it. I played the clip for you. We didn't know they were going to wane. We had no idea they wouldn't be effective against other variants. But you were told if you get a vaccine, you can't get infected. You get a vaccine, you can't spread it to anybody. Does nobody remember this? I mean, Rochelle Walensky, when she said that, sounded just like Condoleezza Rice when she said... I don't think anybody could have imagined. See, now I'm attacking the Republicans because I'm not partisan. She's like, I don't think anybody could imagine taking a plane and crashing it into one building, taking a plane and crashing into another building. Nobody could have imagined this except the Pentagon was running war game exercises for just that. And anybody who played Grand Theft Auto knew that you could hijack a plane from the airport and fly it into a building downtown. 
It's all psychology. It's all rhetoric. It's all talking points from the NIH to Yale to the AMA to the SPIB in Britain. It's all talking points. It's all rhetoric. It's all propaganda. It's all nonsense. The whole COVID narrative is about as nonsensical as the ghost of Kiev, Snake Island. I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. None of it is true. None of it is true. And I'm supposed to believe the media or I hate science, which is a Marxist talking point. I'm supposed to believe the media or I'm working for Putin. I'm supposed to believe a media that has lied us into war after war after war. I'm supposed to believe a media that has lied to us about masks, vaccines, lockdowns, and not only lied to us, they've gaslit us. They've propagandized us, and they've been paid to do it by the federal government, by the HHS, taking money from Congress, taken from taxpayer dollars that are put into media outlets and influencers to literally run rhetoric, talking points, and propaganda, psychological warfare, behavior modification against the American public. And it's sick. And then people wonder why people like myself get upset. I'm certainly upset. But the reason that I'm raising my voice and the reason that I'm passionate about it is because you've been lied to. You've been deceived. You've been the victim of propaganda and behavioral psychology. You've been the victim of behavioral nudging. They're using psychology, not science, against you. Your house is on fire. Call 911. Someone's breaking in to your living room. Get your gun. It's the old idea of don't shoot the messenger. And just like kids ask each other, what are you, chicken? We need to be asking the media and all these influencers, what are you, a mockingbird? Because that's what they do really well. Can I see the evidence? Anti-science. Can I see the proof? Conspiracy theorist. Just show me the evidence and the proof. Well, they don't have any. So they have to use psychology and they have to use fraudulent studies where they only look at a few people. So they can craft the conclusion rather than altering the conclusion Masks don't work. Lockdowns were detrimental. Rather than altering the theory, they alter the conclusion to match with their preconceived notions of a click-click enter. This is the re- this is the solution I want. So they plug that in, and then that's the answer that they get. All the computer modeling, all the guessing, all the may, all the could, all the probably, all the might, all the we don't know, but it could be, but we're the authorities, the fallacies, the propaganda, the rhetoric, the talking points, all made up. They're mockingbirds. They regurgitate. They repeat. It's a lie. Don't believe it. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Grab a copy of one of my books at thesecretteachings.info. This is all in the technological elixir. Subscribe to the archive to support the show. Find us on Patreon. And grab one of our new Tree of Life t-shirts. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. Give us a review on one of the podcast radio players. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Time's up.